This week on the Karibo Shoe Podcast, the 2019 Karibo Shoe Awards. another episode of the Karibo Shoot Podcast. This is episode 66. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chad. How's it going? It's going very well. We've got a very exciting and much-anticipated show uh, lined up today. We're going to be doing our 2019 Karibo Shoe Awards. So this is something we did last year for 2018. We're going to continue that this year in 2019, and I'm very excited. Same here. I always look forward to this episode. So it's going to be a little bit different episode than we usually do. We're we're probably going to skip a lot of the news and stuff like that. We're just going to kind of get right into it. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, We're going to go over just a few of the rules here uh, in case you missed last year. So first of all, um, each of us has selected a winner as well as a runner-up for each category. So we're going to have our winner plus what we think was his next best uh, choice in each category. And we've got 15 categories in total. Um, neither of us know the other selection. I have mine hidden over here. You have yours hidden over there. So this is going to be a surprise for us as well. And of course, all these are games that we played with the exception of a category about a game we didn't play. But uh, the, you know, so this is not a definitive best of the year for everyone. This is for me and Chad specifically. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Chad, what do we have for category number one? So the first thing is, of course, one of the, the biggest awards that we can give out, <clears throat> excuse me, and that is the favorite episode of Karibo Shoe 2019. This is a very self-serving award, it but is. I'm okay with it. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> what do you have as your winner? So the my favorite episode of our 2019 season two was... Episode number 62, Retropalooza 2019. Very nice. So this is the episode where we had our uh, friend Clint on, and we talked all about our trip to Retropalooza in Dallas. And uh, it was just a super fun experience, and it was really fun to have him on the show. And uh, It was. It it was one of the most memorable episodes of the season to me. Definitely. (laughs) So you want me to go next with my winner, or you want to do your runner-up? Oh, you go ahead in case my runner-up is your winner. Okay. So my winner is an older one. It is episode 40, Forgotten Gems. Oh, very nice. That's my favorite one. This this was a fun one to me because we were able to talk about some lesser-known Nintendo games from older systems. And this is where stuff like Elite Beat Agents and Hotel Dusk and stuff got got its time to shine. So uh, that, to me, was a really memorable one. Is you know, kind of a a different episode (coughs) than, than a lot that we do where we talk about the newest current games. And it was neat to kind of look back on some ones that are are not that well known, but that are just as good as some of the all-time greats. That's right. This is what uh, spurred me on to play Hotel Dusk, too. Right. Perfect. Very fun. Uh, My runner-up for this category was episode 53, We're Back, Baby. This was, of course, our first episode of season two and where we talked all about uh, E3. And Very I, nice. this was such an exciting episode because this was the return of Krebo Shoe Podcast. Right, right. Yes, I agree. That was it. Was a lot of fun to get back into it. it sure was. <clears throat> My runner-up was episode forty-four, the one that we get, the episode we did all about the amiibo. So we <clears throat> we had you know talked about picking up amiibo in the past, but this is the first time we just had a whole episode dedicated to amiibo, the history of amiibo, our favorite amiibos, stuff like that, and uh, you know. This, the Amiibos are something we've been collecting now for over five years, right. I believe, since the, since the first Amiibo came out. So it was neat to have just a whole episode dedicated to, to these toys that we have both spent so much money on. 
Oh, yeah. I don't like to remember that part of it. <clears throat> well, that is a perfect way to uh, get us into our second category. Right. Second category is the coolest amiibo of 2019. Okay. So, uh, my winner was from the Super Smash Brothers series, King K. Rule. Okay, interesting. I absolutely <clears throat> love this. I never thought we'd get a King K. Rule amiibo, much less a fighter in Smash Brothers. Definitely but, uh, not. One of my favorite Smash Brothers amiibo. Very cool. Uh, what about your runner-up? Runner-up was the Ice Climbers. Uh, these are actually both from our, the first wave of Smash Amiibo released in 2019. And to me, they just don't get much better. The Ice Climbers, I'm not a huge fan of the characters, but I absolutely love their Amiibo. One of my most favorite ones. I agree. I think uh, there wasn't a ton of Amiibo that came out this year. I think I counted about maybe 20. I think so. Um, but uh, they were all pretty high quality and very detailed, in my opinion, compared to previous years. Uh, my winner was uh, Link from Link's Awakening. Um, that was my number three. <clears throat> the last thing I thought I needed was another Link amiibo. I mean, we have so many already. But this one is very unique, not only among all the Links, but among all amiibo. This one is a very different uh, style, I would say, compared to the other amiibo. It's definitely more toy-like and kind of glossy. And uh, I just absolutely love the Link Amiibo, and it is on my desk at home today. It's one of the few I have displayed still. Very cool. <clears throat> now, as far as my runner-up, uh, it's it's from Smash Brothers series Amiibo as well as your like your King K. Rool, but mine is the Piranha Plant. Uh, again, uh, Piranha Plants. I would thought if we ever, I would first of all, I wouldn't think we'd ever get this. But if so, I would have thought it'd been in the Super Mario series of Amiibo. But I had no idea that Piranha Plant would be coming uh, to Smash Brothers, therefore getting its own Amiibo. And I just. I love the character in Smash Bros, and I also love uh, this amiibo. I love how it looks, and it is on my desk at work to this day. So these are these are my two favorite for the year. You know, I, I could have probably guessed these would probably take uh, <laughs> your top spots here, and I, I completely agree. I was torn between those two and the two that I chose. They were all all in the running for me. Yeah, these are, and I'm. It's awesome that we had all different, but yeah, I think these are <coughs> the, definitely the top four amiibo in my opinion. Yeah, so. no doubt. <laughs> Okay, so our uh, third category here is the creepiest character. Uh, of the new year. category this time. New category for 2019. Yes. Uh, this one I thought just we had a lot of very creepy characters this year, and I thought <laughs> that we should shine some light on them here. So uh, the winner, the, the winner for creepiest character, in my opinion, is the guy in the Ring Fit Adventure reveal trailer. Oh wow! So if yes. you remember him, he is the creepiest. Nintendo fella character whatever you want to call him of the year to me you know you're 100% <laughs> right I forgot about this guy or he would top my list as well but I'll, I'll keep what I have but uh, you're right you win that is the creepiest character for sure wow uh, I thought I thought it, when I saw him, I just knew we were going to have to have this as a category for uh, the Kribo Shoe Awards this year. He just Very fit nice. perfectly. I don't know why this guy slipped my mind. I guess I've tried to just bar him from yeah, my headspace, so. but uh, uh, now I'm thinking about him again. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> my uh, my runner up uh, is the Bumawashi doll, if I'm saying that correctly, from Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, I believe it's in the Be Afraid of the Dark level. Now okay. this is a uh, a clown made entirely out of yarn that carries an axe and and just delivers like a, a, a horrible scream and he just chases you the whole level until you can get over like an obstacle but there's usually another one waiting for you on the other side wow and I, I absolutely hated this level it was terrifying to me for i a, thought this was a kid's game that's what i thought and this one here it just man it made me uneasy maybe i shouldn't have played with the lights off i don't know i don't think i can finish this game now you, you, you'll uh, have to give you it a shot me off. 
It was uh, he was at the top of my list before Ring Fit Adventure Guy. So. Very nice. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I feel like my uh, my my list here is incomplete without the Ring Fit Adventure Guy, but I'll go ahead and give you my two. Uh, they're both from the same game, actually, and this is Pokemon Sword and Shield. My winner uh, for the creepiest character is Opal. The fairy gym leader. Oh, this is the, yes. I've played a lot of Pokemon games, and this is definitely the creepiest gym leader I've ever come across. I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, I did a little research. She is 88 years old. Um, and uh, just everything about her, how she walks, how she just keeps popping up in the story, even when you're not at her town, you know, and just uh, everything about her just gives me the creeps. So she <laughs> is my winner. That's a, that's a very good one. <laughs> and then my second one is someone that some people may would say is not creepy at all, but they would be wrong. And that is the ball guy from Pokemon Sword and Shield. This <laughs> this guy just is just unsettles me. You know, he shows up at every gym you go to, and what's he doing? He's just handing out free Pokeballs and advice, and and doing it just dressed very strangely with a giant Pokemon Pokeball head and. This guy just this guy seems like the kind of guy that would drive around an unmarked white van, in my opinion. And I, I just I don't know. He's just too friendly and too you know giving to all these young kids yeah. coming into the gym. I do, I just don't like him. Not not a big fan. No, no I'm not. And also uh, I follow the uh, Pokemon on Twitter, and the ball guy took over the Twitter account for a while, and that was also unsettling. Oh wow! He was just talking about how cool he was and stuff, and I, I didn't care for that either. So. I, I would really like him to take that uh, helmet off. If it's even a helmet, it could be his oh, face. Oh, man, I don't know, yeah. So. It, I don't know. The guy gives me the creeps, though, regardless of whether it's a, a, his head or a helmet. I, I don't care for him. You know, that I, I never really considered him, but uh, you, you've kind of convinced me I don't like him. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> Stay him. Stay away, kids. <laughs> I can't believe Hubert from Fire Emblem didn't make the cut, so he's very creepy. He, he was up there, too, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our fourth category is uh, the best game that we wish we had played. So these are games that uh, we didn't play but wish wish we could or we didn't play much of and wish we could have played more of. That's exactly right. So my winner is uh, New Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, this was an Xbox exclusive, uh, Microsoft exclusive, up until they released it on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they're, they're best buddies for now, so we got this game. Oh, no, yeah. And I, 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 it were, I really wasn't thinking a whole lot about it, but I kept hearing such good things about this game, I regret not playing it now. Me too, and that is why it is my winner as well. Oh, very finally. <laughs> We've got to get this game and play it in 2020, I think. We really do. We, we have a little time before Animal Crossing comes out, so yeah. we'll have to no, do that. Yeah, like, this tops my list as well. You know, uh, didn't I didn't get too excited when I heard about this game coming, but just after it came out, it's just like everything I heard was just like, hey, this is the uh, the platformer to get on the Switch right now. So yeah. definitely regret not picking and pl- picking that up and playing it. For sure. Uh, my next one, I don't think this will be on your list, but it is a Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, I, nice. I, I never got into it, and uh, I really regret that now because I'm so out of shape. So. <laughs> you could be buff like me. Exactly. <laughs> but I really regret not picking up Ring Fit Adventure and giving it a shot. Very nice. Uh, my runner-up, again, my winner was New Super Lucky's Tale, just like you. My runner-up was a game that I played a little bit of, and then some bigger games came out, and I never got back to it, and that's Astral Chain. Oh, you yes. Know, I played about the first couple of missions of this game and loved everything about it. I, I loved that it was very stylish. I loved the, the look of the game. The graphics were amazing. 
uh, I just I really loved this game and uh, seemed like uh, Luigi's Mansion or something else came out and uh, I just never got back to it and so this is a game I definitely want to go back to and complete but I just didn't play near enough of this game for it to make any of my other categories and I wanted to to shed a little light on it so for sure you know we, we didn't have a whole lot to play at the beginning of the year it didn't feel like and then all of a sudden we just got bombarded with all these great games and they, some of them just kind of slipped through the cracks you know you exactly just didn't have enough time i agree <clears throat> okay so number five is the best box art now uh you said you did the same thing i did we got all the games that came out in 2019 that we owned and laid them all out that's and how you gotta do it had a contest so uh don't want to leave anything out yeah that's right you know even a bad game can have great box art and a great game can have bad box art that so that's very true this is the one you would want to display if you displayed one single game for 2019 on a shelf it's funny you should say that because i'm actually displaying oh, this game nice. in my room my winner for this category was the legend of zelda Link's awakening my winner as well all right very cool that's two for two yeah. there we go or two for yeah 19 yeah. <laughs> But I, I just absolutely love the the artwork on this game. To me, if you're if you're walking through Walmart, Best Buy, wherever you buy your games, and you see this game on the Switch, it, it really stands out to you. It calls it, it pops. to you, yeah, it, yeah, it really does. I agree. You know, the original Link's Awakening and Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, very basic box art, just True. a gold background and just a Legend of Zelda logo. And I, I thought they just did great with this. I mean, this thing is colorful, and it, it just you know it just screams this is going to be a fun game to play. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, uh, even though we didn't get it in America, but to me, the Steelbook version of this game actually looks like an original Game Boy with Zelda on the screen of the Game Boy. So I think that also deserves a mention even though we didn't get it here for sure yeah that's that's a very good point uh, my runner-up was astral chain which you mentioned earlier okay i absolutely love the box art like you said this is a very stylish game and i think that transfers over to the box art it's kind of a, a almost like a dark uh, doom and gloom yet the colors are so i guess you call them vibrant they, i mean they just really mm -hmm. pop pop off the the black cover the blue of the police uniforms and everything i just really like the the color combinations here I completely agree. You know, it could have just been a real gritty looking cover, but it is actually has some color to it. And uh, if I had a number three, that would be it. Uh, I was, it was between that and another game, which I ultimately decided as my runner up, and that's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, that you know, was right the, up there. The more I looked at this box art, you know, they're just, they're just a ton of Marvel characters with some of the big hitters right front and center, like your Wolverine, Spider-Man and stuff. And uh, I just, to me, this is just a really cool looking box art, you know, with some of my favorite Marvel characters on it. So Yeah, no, I totally agree. That was in my, I believe, my top three that I had lined yeah. out, so that would be my number three. <laughs> also, nice. also. Thank you for talking special editions. Fire Emblem Three Houses, the special edition, oh, deserves yeah. a shout out. That's a beautiful, beautiful box. Completely agree. Uh, uh, also, before we go away, you know one of my one of my favorite games I played this year to me had a terrible box art, and that's Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm not a fan Ooh, of the box art. I'm not either. Yes, yeah. that's, that's pretty bad. I think <laughs> no chance it was going to win in that category no, for me. It yeah. would have been most disappointing box art. Yeah, yep. the, uh -huh. the double pack in my opinion looks better. Than, it does. Uh, yep. The games yep. by themselves. Just worth mentioning as well. Yep. All right. Uh, so our next one is the best soundtrack. Okay. So uh, we had some pretty pretty good soundtracks this year. Uh, I tried to go with a couple that were uh, fairly original, I believe. Uh, my no, winner in this category was Pokemon Sword or Shield. Okay, uh, very nice. If I understand correctly, I believe uh, Toby Fox, who did some of the music on Undertale, had a hand and a track or two on this. But I just I, I love the the 
the uh, the music when you're fixing to go into a battle against a gym leader. Oh, yeah, the and gym theme is so great. I think it's so good. I love the music in the wild area. When I first picked this game up, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but it really grew on me the more I played it. I agree. You know, th- this it seemed like the music was very different for a Pokemon game, and so I didn't really like it. But like you said, it, after playing it for so many hours, it does grow on you, and but it also doesn't get tiring. So I think that's a, a mark of a really good soundtrack. For sure, yeah. Uh, my runner-up was uh, Astral Chain again. Astral, okay. It's got a lot of, uh, I guess you'd say, rock, and it's even got some orchestral music and stuff, and okay. it just has a really good soundtrack. It's actually got some words in this uh, in the songs there. <laughs> so, oh, okay, yeah. But uh, it's, it's just got some really, really good music to it. Well, that's great to hear. You know, like I said, I haven't played enough of this to even have heard much of the soundtrack, so that's another thing to look forward to, yep. that I'm going to have a good soundtrack as I play through Astral Chain. For sure, it's very good. Okay, well, we've got, you know, we're going to have four different games here because my right. two are different than your two. Interesting. Uh, my winner is one that I recently just started playing uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and I'd, I'd heard a lot about this game, and then I also saw it was nominated at the Game Awards, so I ended up downloading this game to my Switch, and that's Sayonara Wild, Wild Hearts is my best soundtrack of the year. Um, this is a this is a very different game. It's, it's kind of, it's like, they describe it as a playable pop album, and, and that's what, it, this, the soundtrack is the star of this game, and the gameplay is kind of secondary, but this is a, this was just an absolute, uh, blast to play through and just listen to the music and uh, it gets very catchy and gets stuck in your head so that is my favorite soundtrack for you know this I've, year. I've been hearing so much about this game is this a game you think that I would like here you know I think you might would it's, it's very different it's kind of it's kind of arcadey and you, it's very easy to play through uh, it's hard to fail out if you if you mess up you'll hop right back where you were it's just kind of a fun thing to play through it is fairly short though okay. I'd say two or three hours gotcha a lot of people do like to replay it though just for the soundtrack and then try to get a high score. Okay, I, I've seen some gameplay. It just didn't look like it was for me, but I've yeah. heard so much about this. I, I feel like I've got to give it a try now. The gameplay is not nothing just to write home about, but the soundtrack is very good. So Very cool. Uh, my runner-up is a game. It's it's not a new soundtrack, but it is a definitely a very much updated soundtrack, and that's The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, this one was always going to be uh, right up there for me because these are songs that I heard as a child for hours upon hours, and they're completely redone and, and sound modern, and, and I just absolutely loved it. The whole time I was playing this game, I enjoyed the, listening to the soundtrack. So You know, that I can still hear the, hear the music in my head right now. Yeah. It's, it's so, <laughs> such a catchy uh, soundtrack and everything, and yeah, I, I think it de- deserves to be on the list. Yeah, so that's mine. All right, well, moving on here, uh, our next category is the best multiplayer game. So uh, we had a few multiplayer games, but uh, I don't think me and you just played just a whole lot of multiplayer. We didn't have a Splatoon 2 game this year for either of us that we just played over and over with other people. We sure didn't, and with me having a new baby this year, there just hasn't, unfortunately I haven't got to play as much online stuff as I'd like, but uh, I did play a couple things multiplayer that I did enjoy, so... So uh, my, my uh, winner here was Luigi's Mansion 3. I got to play this online with you, and I played co-op with my wife. Couch oh, co-op. perfect. So uh, this, to me, was about the best multiplayer game of the year that I actually enjoyed playing together with. I agree. It's my winner as well. Very uh, cool. I, yeah. I, I, you know, this Scarescraper <laughs> mode, when we were kind of hearing about it, I thought, oh, this will be something that will be fun, if at most for 30 minutes to an hour. I couldn't have been more wrong. This is, this is a lot of fun to play online. Yeah, for sure. And this this game uh, has actually 
recently been announced is the DLC is coming out, I guess, uh, early next year. Yes. So that's really cool. You can pre-order that now and get a special Polterpup flashlight. So I haven't done that yet, but I'm definitely going to. Right, so. and yeah, and the DLC is going to add stuff to the multiplayer, specifically including new scarecraper floors and stuff. So For I'm sure. 100% getting getting this DLC and I can't wait to play some more of this multiplayer. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I believe it's only $9.99, so don't forget about that. Definitely. Uh, my runner-up is uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. So uh, okay. I, I played a little bit of this uh, uh, couch co-op, of course. It doesn't support online, I don't believe. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World was a hard game for me to get through, but uh, multi the co-op it helped out a lot to get through some of those kind of tiring levels, just kind of annoying. Ones, yes, so. I can see that. As someone who played through, <laughs> as much as I played all single player, it would be nice occasionally on some of the levels to have a helper. So. For sure, yeah. Um, uh, my runner-up would be not specifically a game, but an app that came out this year, and that would be the Super Nintendo... Uh, <clears throat> let's see, what's the official name here? The Su Super Nintendo Nintendo Switch Online, I think, app. And uh, the reason for that is, uh, um, you know, these games... Uh, any of these games that have been released on this service from the Super Nintendo that had co-op or multiplayer, now for the first time you can play those online. So we were able to play some Super Mario Kart Battle Mode online, which was just a dream of mine as a kid. So uh, I had a lot of fun kind of testing that out. We played some other co-op games together, and it worked really well. So uh, right. again, I didn't play much multiplayer stuff this year on the Switch, but uh, I really did enjoy that as well. So that's my runner-up. That, that, was, that was a good time. Yeah, I, I do love the Super Nintendo Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, what a mouthful. <laughs> it is, yes. Uh, I hate that name. Yep. Uh, next category is the most disappointing game. This is kind of a sad category here. It really is. But, you it's know, kind of a downer. Not, not every game is, is necessarily for us or necessarily a great game. Not so. every game gets the Crevo Shoe Seal of Approval. <laughs> That's right. Uh, mine was a game, it was actually a port to the Switch, and that is New Super Mario Bros. U. Deluxe. Oh yeah, uh, I can see that. You know, it just it, it just didn't click for me. I don't know what I was really expecting with this game, but I think it was a little bit more than what we got. <laughs> so yeah, we only got a couple new character playable characters in the game, and it it just it just wasn't for me. I I didn't even beat this game, so I never played through the whole thing. Yeah, especially for me uh, as someone who owned the Wii U version and played it and beat it, there just wasn't a whole lot there. And, it really wasn't. Uh, then of course you have Super Mario Maker Two coming out later in the year, and just you know. Who who wants to even buy this game at this point? So I can see that uh, right now. I, I mean, it, it is not a full price game. I mean, I think I, I agree. If they're still trying to sell it, at least drop the price. Yeah. Yep. Good choice. And then uh, my runner up, which is is probably more my fault than the games, but uh, it is Cadence of Hyrule. This just was not a game for me. I did not enjoy the twenty minutes that I played of it. I just did, didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, so it's, it's my runner-up as well, yeah. so uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Uh, I know this game's got great reviews. It People does. absolutely love this game. I could not click with this game. I tried, and I will say the music was outstanding, but uh, I hated playing it. I hated every minute I played of it. Yeah, so, I, I'm with you, uh, yeah. I feel like it was more me because people seem to love the game, yeah. but it just it is not my type of game. Yeah, I don't think a bad game at all, just not for me, not for you, sounds yeah. like. <laughs> so uh, that just leaves really my winner. Uh, for most disappointing game and this this is a game that I had never played a game in this series and I, I was very excited for this game and uh, I've just been left very disappointed every time I've played it and that's uh, Mario and Sonic at the uh, Olympic Games 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games uh, this this game just didn't do nothing for me uh, the story mode is just just 
text and text and more text and it's not good and it's not funny and it's just a slog to get through and the mini games that I haven't played them all but the ones I played are just so basic there's just not really any replayability on them it's it's just I don't know it just felt really flat for me so uh that was my winner I I, I just thought hey there's got to be something to these games they've made so many of them but I don't know what it is I, I just didn't care for it well, I'm so, sorry to hear that. I just I haven't picked this game up yet, but I, I don't really want to now. So yeah, you know, uh, you know, if they dropped it down to twenty dollars or something, maybe. But uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's worth the price they're charging for. I really don't, in my opinion. So uh, very disappointed by that game. Wow. Yeah, that's that's bad. Uh, and then your uh, runner-up was Cadence of Hyrule. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that brings us to our next category, which is the best surprise or reveal of 2019. So we had a bunch of pretty cool surprises, reveals, new announcements and everything. I feel like a lot of the games, though, we, we already knew about coming into 2019 and stuff. Uh, as far as like Luigi's Mansion and stuff, we right. already, we knew about that for a little while. Mm -hmm. But uh, one we did not know about, which is takes the cake for me, is the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. My winner as well. That yeah. I just I, I'm so hyped up for that. A lot of people say next year. I'm perfectly fine with that. So we'll we'll oh, see yeah. what happens. Yeah, I, I didn't. I knew this would be your number one as well. I mean, Breath of the Wild up there status all time yeah, games. So of course sure. we're going to be pumped for the sequel and the reveal that we saw for it this year. We got easily. The best reveal. We got such a cool trailer for it, and I just I can't wait to see what they do with this game. I completely agree. And then my runner-up was uh, the announcement that more DLC fighters were coming to Super Smash Brothers. I believe this might have been in the September direct. You know, You're right? I, this yeah. is something I was always hoping for, but I, I, I didn't really ever think this would ever happen. With Nintendo, you never know. You never so, do. Yeah, until they announce it, you're just kind of on the edge it's, of your seat. Yeah. So I mean, they they with the with this popular Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is, I really think they will follow through with this and everything. But uh, I, I just can't wait to see who the final character is for the season one of the past and see what's going to happen next. Completely agree. Uh, I do have a different runner-up. Mine is was the announcement at the Nintendo Direct, and of course I think it was available the same day or the next day of the Super NES Nintendo Switch Online service. You know, the NES service had slowed down to a crawl, and I was just thinking, man, is this all that Nintendo's going to do? And they just, you know, kind of just right there announced it. And it was like 20 great games all to, all released all at once. And, of course, along with the Super Nintendo wireless controllers at the same time. And it just it made me feel a lot better about that, hey, we are probably going to get some more systems. And uh, the Super Nintendo games, to me, just hold up hold up better than a lot of the NES games and I have more fond memories of because I was a little older when that came out so I was very excited when all that got announced and released right at the same time. Right to me that that was a great reveal we all kind of we all kind of knew that was coming at some point I feel like but whenever they they actually followed through with it that was just exactly. like oh a big sigh of relief. Yeah, thank like, goodness. Finally something came out here that we want to play. Yes. So, yeah uh -huh. that that's a good one. <clears throat> Our next category here is the favorite in-game moment. So what happened in a game that we just thought was the best thing ever for 2019? Right. A lot of good moments in 2019, I'd say. The, so. there, there really was. Uh, I'm not... I don't... I'm just going to say a little bit of mine because I don't want to give any spoilers because I don't believe you have completed Fire Emblem Three Houses okay. or anything. But it was there was a uh, a time skip in the game where you just see kind of the uh, the development of your characters and stuff. And anyone that's played the game will know what I'm talking about. That was my very cool, my very neat thing. moment. I bet very yeah. very cool to see what kind of happened while you were away. Awesome. So that is my winner, and uh, my runner up is 
watching Professor Egad run in Luigi's Mansion 3, which I trust is on your list as well. It's my winner. It's your winner, okay. <laughs> You know, just one of the greatest animations of all time, in my it's opinion. Got, it's got to be, yeah. Uh, of course, we're huge EGAD fans, and I just never would have guessed he would have ran quite like this. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't I mean, so. worth the price of Luigi's Mansion alone just to see that. Just for the two minutes you get to see him run. Yeah. Indeed. Completely agree. My winner, your runner-up. Uh, my runner-up would be uh, just the first time I, I kind of entered and started exploring the wild area and Pokemon Shield is the version I played. You know, I'd heard a lot about this, but you, you just don't really kind of like, kind of remind me in a, on a smaller scale, but of Breath of the Wild where you realize like, hey, this is bigger than I thought it was going to be. And I can just go around wherever and, oh, I can go over here, but there's a level 40 Pokemon that will just destroy me if he sees me. And it, it just... It was just so new and refreshing for a Pokemon game. And, of course, you just keep going back uh, throughout the game. And then in the post-game, you're going to spend a lot of time there. So, But the, just that initial moment of realizing, like, oh, wow, this is bigger than I thought it was, it kind of was one of my favorite moments this year. Yeah, no, I, I remember that feeling as well. Uh, it was just so cool having a camera you could actually that control. That's true, yes. It's <laughs> like, wow, this this is new. You and know? look around, exactly, yeah. And yep. just see, seeing all the Pokemon out there. And at first, I didn't really think that it seemed like – Every time I'd go back, it was the same Pokemon. Well, if you wait a couple days and the weather start to, starts oh, to change, yeah. there'll be some different ones out there. Exactly. And it, it was really cool to see what was lurking out there. Yep, yep. So uh, we talked about our favorite in-game moment. Let's talk about our favorite real-life moment. Okay. So we, we didn't go to many uh, events. Like uh, before last year, we went to the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee uh, event and the Super Smash Brothers tournaments right. and everything. We only went to a few things this year, but to me, they, they were very special. I agree. Uh, so my winner of my favorite uh, real-life Nintendo moment was when we went to Retropalooza 2019. Uh, that that was such such a fun time to go with uh, you and a couple of our friends and just uh, yes. to buy some Nintendo items. Oh yeah, and just a huge convention full of nothing but video game stuff. It was, it was just really neat. Exactly, got to see uh, Wood Hawker from Beat 'Em Ups. To me, that was really I'm a big oh, fan yeah. of his channel, especially Same now. Here. So. Yeah. And my runner-up was a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Party with you and two of our friends, uh, for the, which was kind of part of my bachelor party before I got married. Oh yeah, so that kind was of, a lot of fun. That, that was a lot of fun, and uh, that was right when Piranha Plant came out. So we were all trying out Piranha Plant, and that was just a blast. We had probably five, six hours of Smash Brothers time. And yeah, I, and a giant TV was surround sound. It, it was a, it was a good time. It was yeah. a very good time. I'll treasure it always. So. Uh, so my winner, of course, is the same as yours, is Retro Plays of 2019. Just so much fun going to our first retro game convention. Uh, my runner-up was I had trouble picking because, like I said, we just Nintendo didn't have any events near us like they did last year, so it wasn't even really our fault. But uh, my, my runner-up was just kind of the feeling I got the day I got it, the picking up my Nintendo Switch lot, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there's not not ever not that's not too often that Nintendo comes out with new hardware, and so uh, this wasn't it wasn't near the scale of, of when the Nintendo Switch came out. You know how excited I was for that, but still, just that feeling of going in there and like I'm getting a new Nintendo handheld. You know, and unboxing it, and holding it in your hand. Yep. And uh, that was just a really enjoyable moment uh, this year that I had. So it, it really was. You know, I was on the fence all the way up until this actually came out, and then right. once I saw when I had to get it. Exactly. So, and it yeah. just, I, mm-hmm. That feeling, yeah, it's hard to recreate that. It really is. 
Okay, uh, we got an, another new category here. You know, we've we've bought a lot of things this year. I added a lot too of too many things. Too many things. That's true. Added a lot of things to our collections, and uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about our favorite pickup of 2019. So yes. uh, my winner was, of course, my Miss Pac-Man arcade. It's still not working, but it's still my favorite item. Definitely oh, the biggest. Yeah. So I completely agree with you there. That's a great one. I just had to put that on there. I never thought I'd have an arcade. But uh, something that I had been wanting for a very long time came in as my runner-up, and that was my uh, Platinum Wavebird for the GameCube, which is still sealed. I've been oh, wanting one of these man. forever in perfect shape, and this is about as perfect as I could find one. So, very nice. Very nice. But, uh, those are my favorite pickups. Uh, so my winner is something that came out not too long ago, but uh, it's just something I really treasure, and I have it displayed in my house right now. That's my Pokemon Sword and Shield Switch Lite Edition. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, as a kid, I, I coveted every single special edition Pokemon console, and I never got one. And so now, all these years later, that I can actually go out and buy these things, it's just very special to me. More than probably any other special edition are these Pokemon ones to me. And so getting the very first special edition Switch Lite and it being Pokemon themed was just perfect. And not only that, I just think it's a great color and everything as well. So For sure. Uh, that's definitely my favorite pickup this year. My runner-up would be, uh, again, a Pokemon theme, but I, I picked up something I always wanted as a child, and that's the Pokemon uh, yellow and blue Game Boy Color, and I got it, you know, a modded one that has a light-up screen and all that, and so, again, that is also displayed proudly in my house, and, uh, you know, it's the, the first Pokemon special edition console I ever wanted and the last one that's been released, so that's kind of my two favorites. Those, those are great ones. You know, I love the Pokemon special edition uh, handheld consoles they, they look awesome every time they make one i agree all right so our next category is we're getting close here is uh the best dlc for the games released in 2019 uh i didn't play just a ton of dlc for these games but i've got a couple here uh my first one was super smash brothers ultimate fighters past banjo kazooie when banjo kazooie was released. my winner as well so to me i just out of all the fighters they've released so far, he is by far my favorite out of all of them. Completely agree. You know, I grew up I grew up with these characters, and, uh, you know, Microsoft buying Rare, uh, you know, just never thought you'd see them on a Nintendo console again, but thankfully, as we said before, they're, they're best buddies right now, so we're able to get them on the Switch, and I, I, they're just a lot of fun to play as. It's just cool having them in the game, and I love their stage as well, so definitely my favorite DLC. Good deal. Uh, my runner-up was Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the uh, expansion pass, the one that featured Punisher, Blade, Moon Knight, and Morbius. Oh, yeah. Uh, big Moon Knight fans we are. Uh, just Ultimate Alliance 3 is doing pretty good with their DLC and everything. I believe they just released the uh, part two, the X-Men. Right, that, yeah. So. I'm glad they're supporting that game with new characters and stuff. For sure. Uh, my runner-up is also Smash-related, but it's not one from the Fighters Pass. It's it's the Piranha Plant. Oh, yeah. Uh, I absolutely love him, and uh, he was a free character and all that, but uh, he, he's my favorite uh, besides Banjo-Kazooie, probably, so I really enjoyed playing as him. That's the best kind of DLC is the free kind. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, our next next category is uh, the best eShop game of 2019. So uh, my winner here is... Old, untitled Goose Game. Okay. Uh, absolutely love the game. It was pretty short, but uh, as right. far as all the eShop games, I didn't play a ton. Untitled Goose Game is definitely the winner for me. Very nice. And my runner-up is one that I downloaded uh, just about a month ago or so, and that is uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. 
Oh, I've been interested in this game. So uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it if we have the time here. Uh, it's it's basically pretty much a walking simulator. Uh -huh. This game looks like it came out around July of this year, but it's been out for a few years on other platforms. But uh, it's, you have a curse on your family, supposedly, and you're the last remaining member of your family, and you're just trying to figure out what happened to the, the rest hmm. of your family. This game is pretty short. It took about maybe two, two and a half hours to beat. Uh, it's normally $20. I got it on sale. I don't know if I would pay the full amount unless you're yeah. just really interested in the stories uh, but I don't think you could hardly fail at the gameplay. Okay. Uh, maybe kind of like this is kind of a cool experience. It is yeah. uh, and for, for the amount of detail that's in the game, just the artwork, you're in a house I mean it's just filled with objects. It, took, it probably took a long time to make this game. Very so neat. I'll definitely be looking for this to pick it up at a sale or if something. If you get on a sale I would recommend it. It was a pretty neat experience. Very cool. You know, that's one thing I love about the eShop. You know, you're going to get some games like this that Hey, they're not going to be sixty dollars games on a shelf, but they're they're going to be more unique, you know. Exactly. People can take more of a chance on these games, you know, at ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. So I, I really love this category. Uh, my winner is uh, Gato Roboto. I've talked about this a few times on the show, but uh, it's just the game that uh, the eShop game that stuck with me the most. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed playing this game, and uh, you know. I've already said so much about it, so but that's my winner. Very cool. Like I said, I still haven't tried this game. So. And then, of course, my runner-up would be Untitled Goose Game. Uh, it didn't end up being my game of the year like I thought it might yeah, would be. No. But, uh, but I really did enjoy it, and it is one of the most charming games I've ever played and definitely a unique experience. I don't think there's anything out there like it. No, so. I, don't, I don't believe so. I'm In ready. fact, I even thought about using as my best uh, in-game moment as well, the first time I honked as the goose. First time you honked. Very cool. <laughs> it's a very good feeling. It is. It really is. That's neat. Okay, we're at our last category here. This is the big one. This is the big yeah. one. The, the Nintendo Switch Game of the Year. So what are ours? Well, mine is Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay. So uh, I was torn between yeah. two games. Uh -huh. My, my runner-up ended up being Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. I just I, I couldn't make a decision. I constantly switched them back and forth. Yeah. But honestly, Luigi's I, Mansion takes the crown though Lu for you. Luigi's Mansion Three is the winner. Yeah. Okay. I, I absolutely love the game. It's yep. it's great. Start to finish, I'm assuming. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm yeah. almost there. Almost so, there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just uh, when it, the ending, I, I just want to talk to you about the ending. Yeah. But I, I can't. So. Oh, I, well, I'll try and get on that. So okay. we can. Yeah. It, it is so cool. Yeah. I think it's just it's kind of the complete package, you know. It's it's a good single player game. It sounds like it's a great co op game, yeah. And of course, it's a great multiplayer game. And and on top of that, some of the best looking one of the, some of the best looking graphics on the Switch. So I mean, that, what, really, what can you say negative about it? That, that's way? kind of the thing, you know. You wouldn't think Luigi's Mansion Three would have some of the best graphics in a game, but I mean, the, 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 it's just so impressive. It lo it looks it's beautiful. So yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Fire Emblem Three Houses. you never really been into a Fire Emblem game before, and it, it really stole your heart this year. It, it really yeah. did. You know, it was at the, I didn't think Luigi's Mansion 3 would be my game of the yeah. year. I, I always assumed Fire Emblem would, but yeah. after I came down to it, I think I had more fun with Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay, gotcha. I, I really did, especially with the, the multiplayer aspect, the scare scraper. That mm -hmm. really adds a lot to me. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to go out of order here because my runner-up was Luigi's Mansion 3, so okay. I'll get that out of the way. <laughs> But my winner, and I'm sure uh, so a lot of people won't be surprised, but it was Pokemon Shield. Really? Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I this, am surprised. This, this game, 
I don't know. I just am always thinking about this game, yeah. and uh, I, I I really 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 enjoy Luigi's Mansion Three, and it was tight. Uh, but the, my thing is, is I can spend just so many more hours playing Pokemon. You know, I beat yeah. the I beat the main story already, but. I really want to complete the Pokedex. There's a lot of things I want to do with this game, and it, you know, it's going to give me some enjoyment well into 2020, I'd say. So, uh, and uh, this is just one of the, uh, just one of the more unique games in the Pokemon series, I'd say. It and is. Uh, even looking back at something like Pokemon Let's Go, which I absolutely loved last year, that game just looks so basic and uh, simple compared to something like Pokemon Shield. So. Right. Um, that is going to be my winner for 2019. You know, your, last year your winner was uh, Let's Go Pikachu. It was. Now another Pokemon. I, I, I really, know. I really thought uh, Link's Awakening would be your winner. I, I really 100% you know, did. Uh, it, it's definitely my third. Uh, but I got to thinking, you know, I already had already played through this game multiple times. And it's so short. And, uh, you know, it was some of probably the most enjoyable six hours of a game I played. But these other ones just offer so much more replayability and just you know more and more hours of fun so yeah uh, as much and I, I mean I'll always hold that game dear to my heart but I to me uh, Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion were just a little bit more this year better. so that's right yeah I was a little shocked myself but uh, <laughs> yeah it didn't make the cut so but you know we, we had a bunch of uh, dim- different suggestions for this year and I mean there was a lot of games that we had nominees from and everything but uh, we only we were only uh the same on just a few categories. Yeah, so I think we were different. A lot of variety. Uh, I think we had more variety this year than last year. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, well, this was really fun. It sure was. And uh, I guess we'll be looking forward to doing it again in 2020. That's right. <laughs> now, now this is probably my favorite episode of 2019. Yeah, there so. you go. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for, for listening. And when, when, before we leave, I want to remind everyone that they can visit our show page. It's at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Of course, we're available on all the popular uh, podcast apps. Uh, just search for Karibo Shoe Podcast. You'll find us there. Um, please rate the show if you enjoy it on Apple Podcast or on Google Podcast. It helps us out. Uh, we're on social media. Please follow us on Twitter at, at Karibo Shoe Pod, on Instagram at, at Karibo Shoe Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Karibo Shoe Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.